I'm Stefan Bauman and welcome to another podcast. In this podcast, I discuss with one of my students the truth behind the print market and whether or not prints are a perceived value or real value. Over the years, it's been really confusing. Should I print prints on paper? Should I do clays? So in this conversation, I try to clarify the truth behind the print market and whether or not you should get involved. So sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation on the truth behind the print market. Well, that's the nature of a print. When you're printing canvases, if you're going to sign a limited edition print, basically are just telling the buyer that you inspected it, this is your work, this is that. And so you're putting your signature in. The signature that you have on your painting originally really isn't value when it comes to uh, reproduction. That's more or less for the original. So I've seen Ken, Thomas Kincaid, he just signs the back of his canvases when he was doing it. And if there's a special on 60 Minutes that I'm sure you could see on YouTube, and it shows him you know, flying around the, the world in a jet, signing thousands of prints. I can't tell you the amount of people that go, oh, I own an original Thomas Kincaid, and I'll turn around and go, no, you don't. And they go, yes, it did. I was like, yeah, no, you don't. No, you don't. If there's any original paint on there, it was probably put on by some underpaid craftsman somewhere in a different country. But no, there, he just signed. And the thing is, get this. When he hit his peak, he didn't even bother signing them. They had machines that signed it. And in order to verify that, they put his DNA in the ink as a marketing scheme. So part of the marketing is that you can lift part of the ink off and have a DNA analysis put on. And there you would have Thomas Kincaid. Uh, it just, it's crazy what people think about. But so it doesn't even, you don't even have to really sign it if you don't want to. You could sign it a back or whatever, but I think a nice uh, sharp Sharpie don't pretend it's anything. It's it's a signed print. It's a piece of paper or, or ink splattered onto a canvas. And then it's it's got a signature on it. And the only thing really worth anything is your signature. Um, and even then, you know, you can buy an Abraham Lincoln signature for 800 bucks. You, you're not Abraham Lincoln. So... <laughs> Um, I know Abraham Lincoln and you're no Abraham Lincoln. No. Um, anyway, so, so what you want to do is you want to kind of have this marketing item. It's nice for them to buy something that has value, but they're buying it mainly for decoration. So you want to have a high quality item. So you, you produce it. So the first thing you want to do is let's say fine art America has your prints and let's say you, you get, you authorized with fine art America that they can do a nine by 12 and 12 by 18 and 24 by 36. But let's say your your 20 by 30 is going to be your limited edition. So uh, part of your limited edition is that it's it's a definite size that is not being printed in any other size. So that would be part of it. So like your letter of authenticity would say, you know, this print is limited to 100 or 20 or 30, whatever number you have, you would say, this is a limited edition in this size and the, this is parameter so they're not confused with fine art america or anywhere else where they can buy a cheaper print that's not signed 
Yeah, okay. so this is not going to be what they have. This is a different size than anything else that's out there. So you might have to tweak your, your other print offers somewhere else. Then you want to get a nice Sharpie marker. I wouldn't get an oil pen because they're kind of fat and ugly. You'll get a nice Sharpie marker, the kind with a fine tip. It's like a little tiny, you know, and you can write on that. Now, the ink that's in Sharpie markers will last longer than the ink that's on that canvas, I assure you. That ink that they make for Sharpie markers, I don't know why they don't paint houses in it. It's like it's so permanent. You get that in your clothes and you can't wash it off or you have to wear it off. So anyway, so that ink is, is more permanent than anything that's on that surface. Um, and then you just want to put a signature right there and then whatever you want to do, you could sign it in back again and then you'll know, put an artist statement back there. Uh, you want to have a limited edition. And so let's say you want to have 30 in your edition. So you would have, you know, one of 30, two of 30, three of 30. You know, if, if you're going to start selling through uh, interior decorators and, and people that are, are doing man caves, um, you know, it's kind of nice to have a 30. Uh, a limited edition. Now, some people, Thomas Kincaid's limited editions were a hundred thousand. I mean, he he made ten million dollars a year. That's public knowledge. That's not me making shit up. So, <laughs> so he made ten million dollars a year. He had to sell a lot of prints to cover that in a corporation. So you know, so when he did a limited edition, it was uh, it was a hundred thousand in addition. It's like wow. And these people go, I think I have an original. I have an original Thomas Kincaid. They have no idea the amount of volume that he produced while he was alive. As you're growing, you don't want to be responsible for limited editions that are like 10 years old because you're you're still down at 20. And somebody comes up and goes, oh, can I have this one? You go, God, I don't even know where I have that. Yeah, and you don't want to print them all out and then have to deal with storage. And plus also, if you say oh, there's only six of them or 10 of them, Somehow they're a little bit more valuable to people. But then if all of a sudden your decorator comes in and says, we'd like to have 24 by 36. We'd like to have a limited edition. We want 100 of them. Then you just open up a whole new edition. And you say, there's only 100, 24 by 36 of this image, uh, you know, in this size. That's it. And you sign those and market those. So still no integrity if you actually, but there's no integrity in the print market anyways. So call a spade a spade. But if you're going to do that because it, it, they, it's a perceived value, even for your interior decorators, because they want to be able to tell their people, like, I've got access to a limited edition pool ball painting done by this artist in Texas. And, you know, it's a limited edition. and You can have number 29. They're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get that. Because I know when I watch Antique Roadshow, They've always got old prints popping up and they give them a nice value. So they're, you know, they're, they're worth something. They're actually not. You're never going to see a Thomas Kincaid print come up on Antique Roadshow and have the world stunned by its value. It ain't going to happen. And they're not, it's never going to happen to you either. But the thing is, it's all part of the marketing because you've got to have something to say. And so the interior decorator needs to have something to say about your painting. They go into your story and then it's like, why invest in this? Well, there's there's only 30 in this edition. And see, they can say in this edition, which is limited to the size, but there's only 30 in this edition and we have sold 29 of them. See, now there's a certain anxiousness because there's only one left. This is it. 
Yeah. But then you also have on top of that, you have artist proofs, which is an extra set of prints that are like the same prints you're trying to sign as limited editions, except they're given to you by the printer or the gallery or the, you know, whatever. And they're your proofs and they're, you can do anything you want with them too. They're exactly the same. So what you do is you like put out one, one out of 30 forward slash AP artist proof. And there you have a second edition out of the same size and everything. And that's arbitrary too. They could give you a thousand of them. You could have a thousand artist proofs. If you sell out an edition, you could say, well, we sold the, out of that edition, but I do have some artist proofs and they're numbered. You know, so there you have that. When we were printing uh, one of my, um, we were do, doing prints of um, Mount St. Helens and the uh, painting that I did in 1980. And we were printing them. As they were printing them, they're adjusting. This is in the olden days when they had, you know, uh, offset printing. And uh, in order for us to do offset printing, we had to have three thousand. It was there's just no way they would run paper for less than three thousand prints. And so, uh, in the process of running them uh, before they actually start counting the good ones, we get this rainbow color from the inks because they would bleed on the wheels. And it took a while several hundred of, of sheets of paper to finally clear out the wheel before you got a nice clean print. And so we sold an edition of 200 of the Rainbow Mount St. Helens edition, which was had nothing to do with me. It just purely was the fault of the printing process. And so I have another edition of those. So there's a set of rainbow prints. Artist proofs that I had the same edition. Then I had a poster edition which was basically the Mount St. Helens print with, you know, Stefan Bauman and blazed at the bro the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so yeah, so it's a perceived value that has no value. It's, it's, it's a scam, but it's not a scam because people kind of know that it is. And yeah, it is signed by you. I mean, if you had a book of Gone with the Wind and it was signed by the author in its first edition, you can't touch those. So there is a value to that. People will pay that. And that's kind of what they're getting from you. You know, you're just you're just not uh, as well known right now as as the author of Gone with the Wind. But <laughs> but the thing is, you'd like to be. So however you position yourself in the print market, uh, just get that. It's it's not as coveted. It's not as it's, it's a business. It's a way for galleries to have made money on artists so that people can afford it, like Mill Pond Press, you know, and, and they covet their prints. There's nothing wrong with that. They covet their prints because they're, they're creating a perceived value. It's not like finding gold bullion at the bottom of, of a Spanish galleon in the ocean. You know, yeah. it's like there's a, there's value there primarily because of the metal and because of the rarity. There's, there were only so many of those coins made uh, and they were circulated and so they were lost where nowadays you they never made them to be a limited edition anything so uh, and it's only limited if there's two people that want them <laughs> you know, if, yeah if nobody wants them they're not worth anything so yeah. so I wouldn't put a lot of stock in it I would also kind of think forward about what you want to do with it and and um, yeah, just as, just as long as you know the real truth behind prints. So now you know a little bit more about the print market. If you'd like to get more information about my PBS show, 
my YouTube videos, my newsletter, Campfire Chats, you can do so at my website at www.stephanbauman.com. There you can register for a free book, Everything I Know About Painting. If you'd like to get more information about my coaching, feel free to give me a call at 415-606-9074. And the information for my coaching is also available on my website. Until then, remember, paint with passion.